Hi, I'm Aaron Selvig. And I'm Dr. Amy Bessler. And we are... The The Let's Geek Kids, everybody! Ladies and gentlemen, the Latchkey Kids. Hello. Hello, Welcome back. Hello, everybody. We're back. Hello. Uh, We're coming at you a week after we did our show about late night Mm. uh, television hosts. Did we kill anyone? We recorded these shows. What are we, a week or two early now? So we don't know right now if any of the hosts that we talked about have died. But, but if they did, R.I.P. Uh, We're sorry. We apologize in <laughs> advance because we've been accused uh, by some uh, for killing Jerry Springer. And I we're, mean, again, once again, we apologize uh, for the death of Jerry Springer and yes. any uh, fault that we may have. <clears throat> I really think the only way to you know combat this this uh, situation where we're inadvertently huh. killing off. Yeah. How do we the, get off this train? Well, we Dr. just Amy. what we need to do is I think we just need to talk about hmm. stuff for a bit oh, and just no not people talk about people. No. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. What did we love more than stuff, everyone? In the 1980s, we loved ourselves some some things that you could it was buy the decade with American of dollars. Yes. You could buy pantsuits with shoulder pads. You could buy a little. Mm. Uh, you you could buy so many cool cars. Uh, you could buy a laser disc, maybe. Oh, I don't know if you God. were really rich. People, there right? are the things you could buy if you were rich, or you wanted people yeah. to think you were rich. I mean, this sure. is still true, but really, yes, that I hasn't mean, changed at all. In some <laughs> recent episode, and I, I can't even remember how it came up or why. We made a reference to our grandparents' love of the Dustbuster. <laughs> yes, but they did. They used they it for. I think that was their primary vacuum cleaner. The Dustbuster, <laughs> and uh, then we thought, uh, you know, we should do an episode about the gadgets, the gadgets of the 1980s. There were so gadgets, many gadgets. Everybody. We loved gadgets. Inspector gadget. Oh, not those kind of gadgets. No, that's for a different. That's a yes. different episode okay. for a different day. Yeah. We'll talk about right. how Penny was the brains behind the I think the we opera. already did that. Didn't we already? We did. Saturday morning cartoons. Yes, we already did Inspector Gadget. So, Aaron, in preparation for this episode, of course, you know, Dr. Amy's going to do a deep dive. I'm going to do a lot of research. Yes. I'm going to really, really scour the internet for information. Of course. Of course the first thing did. I needed to really wrap my mind around, though, um, oh. was what the hell is a gadget? Like, what... Oh. It's what a, falls it's into the category a, of gadgets? So people, does it need to have wires to be a gadget? No, I don't know. It, no? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, okay. So according to Wikipedia, a gadget is a mechanical device okay. or any ingenious article. Okay, uh-huh. and sometimes they are referred to as gizmos. Okay. Oh, gizmo, gizmo, gizmo. gadget. Oh, Gizmo is also the name of the gremlin, the cute gremlin. Oh, the cute gremlin. In the gremlins, remember him? Gizmo, everybody. We're not here to talk about gremlins. However, that would be a good topic (laughs) for another day. Put it on the list. Put that on the list. list. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. But. I mean, we're going to hit you, everybody, with some gadgets. You will have had many of these in your household. You might still to this day. I think some we of had them, like all of these. We <laughs> had quite a number of these. And so yeah. we may as well kick it off, Aaron, with the Dustbuster because I, st- I still mean. still have a Dustbuster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You may not know the origin story of the Dustbuster, Aaron, because yes. why would you? <laughs> right? You, you may not know, ladies and gentlemen, there was a time 
before was, the dustbuster you know, existed. We gather the when the you would spill crumbs the on the couch, and, <laughs> and then you would I don't know you would sweep them off with a Kleenex. I don't know what you did. You'd have <laughs> the dog do? lick it up. I don't know. You would be. <laughs> It was oh a solution, God. a problem without a solution. I mean, thankfully, in 1979, Black and Decker, thank you, Black oh, yes. and Decker, introduced yes. the Dustbuster. Cordless, rechargeable, yes. handheld vacuum cleaner uh-huh. that, Aaron, is still popular 40, is 40 years later. Well, <laughs> I know, this is what I'm told. Is that, how by, popular is it, really? Well, okay. I mean, I, I don't exists. have one anymore. But well, I will exists. tell you, I do have, I have a knockoff version. I don't okay. know who makes mine. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got it on Amazon, and I shouldn't be surprised, but it's terrible. It really does not work very well at all. I mean, to like pick up crumbs, you have to really just jam it in there and <laughs> sweep it back and forth. Use and a it's lot just of really, physical force. Sure, it does sure, a sure. terrible, terrible. And as I recall, we did have an actual Black and Decker dustbuster. We did. Oh, we had the real and deal. I don't think it that mm, worked super great either, great, did yeah. it? And the charge yeah. would hold for like twelve minutes tops, and yeah. then it's always on the little charging station. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of an interesting story of how it came to be. So. Uh, we of course we all are very well familiar with the big space race. This was our big. This oh, yes. was our our thing. Yeah. We had to get to the moon. We had they to do all the things. We had to beat the dogs, Russians. We had to whatever. do all this stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so there was this need that we had to have power tools that could operate in space. They got oh. you know because the cord, the extension cord right. would have had to be that really would have really been long. A super yeah. long extension cord. Everyone right. that would have made mm-hmm. it really difficult. So. That's right. NASA's scientists and engineers were, you know, understandably concerned about cords, as you would be. Um, And so NASA awarded Black & Decker a contract to develop not a dustbuster, but a cordless rechargeable drill, okay, okay. for extracting core samples from the moon. Oh, wow. And as they were working Mm -hmm. on that and messing around and seeing what Hmm. was doing. Well, they were like, the moon is very dusty. We also need something to kind of clean up a little bit. We need to clean up that dust on that moon. Get it nice and spick and span. Get it tidied up. Yep. So that and people know America and was there. The Dustbuster <laughs> was born, everybody. Wow. Oh, Glorious. wow. Glorious. I mean, that is great. That is you great. You are going to be able to share that story with your friends and neighbors, yes. and people yes. will be, well, they won't know what to think, the, you know? Well, I, that reminds me of another gizmo or mm. gadget, whatever, we had in the 1980s that was electronic in nature. I want to say it was marketed to elderly people because that's oh, what I remember 100%. in the commercial. 100%. Yes. Uh, and I am talking, ladies and gentlemen, clap on, clap off. Clap off. The clapper. The clapper. Remember the clapper? Clap on, clap off. The clapper. If you didn't want to get up off your butt and go flip the, the light clapper. switch to turn the lights can, on. This, I think this is still a thing, too, actually. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It is. You you can buy the clapper on Amazon. Uh, they sell them at, like, Walgreens. It still exists. I've uh-huh. never, never had one. Nope. It was introduced in 1984, and, you know, it was, I guess, 
Some people liked it. I never, we never, this is one gadget on this list we never had. We did not have No, we didn't. We, we loved the, the commercial, the rich though. rich people. Everyone loved yeah. the commercial. What a catchy, yes. catchy jingle. We loved a jingle. I mean. Yes, any good jingle. There was a golden age jingle. of jingles yep. in the 1980s, there sure right? was. There sure Do you, was. I was just remembering one the other day, as a mm. matter of fact, for Flintstones Vitamins. Do you remember the song? We're Flintstones, Flintstones kids. kids. Ten million strong and growing. And growing. We taught you're you're becoming senile, Aaron, because we talked huh. about that on a recent Did episode. We? That's what you oh, remember it from okay. our own podcast. Okay. All right. Wow. Oh my God. Well, I do clever. listen to this now, podcast religiously. So <laughs> great, great, yes. great. I hope you learned yeah. something. I sometimes uh, I do. So I mean, the clapper aside, I'm a little yeah. sad we didn't have one because you would no, have been we could really. Still get one. We could still you get would one. have been really obnoxious. But how do you also? What if you're just clapping? Because yeah. you're what if you're watching the Super about, Bowl? Yes, yeah, and your team, and your team scores, a touchdown, scores and then the lights are going on and off. And yeah. <laughs> it feels, I'm not sure how that works. So I don't, I don't know either. Yeah. Um, something I think you did have, and this was a nerdy, I nerdy thing, I but yeah, it seemed yes. like something you would have enjoyed. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Everyone, Me and Steve Wesby both had one. Do you remember people, the Casio calculator watch? Calculator oh, watch. It's a I tiny, mean, tiny, tiny, tiny little button. doesn't buttons. want to just be yeah. calculating at all yeah. times. Oh, you could calculate whenever you wanted to. <laughs> I remember they were somewhat controversial because in some quarters, like math class, they oh. might have been considered cheating implements. You know sure. what I mean? Sure, like, cause sure, you weren't sure. allowed to have your calculator back then. And I, it, remember, I just remember, remember they used yeah, to yeah. tell you like, what do you, in the, you need to learn yeah. math because in the you, future, what are you going to have a calculator you in your a pocket all the time? Everywhere you go. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm going to go back to my third grade yes. teacher, Mrs. Young, and say, listen. I have a calculator <laughs> wherever I go. <laughs> right here. <laughs> uh, so it had, I just recall it having like a gajillion little tiny, tiny, oh, yeah. tiny, tiny, well, tiny oh, yeah. little buttons. You had it a had, very good vision. Know, probably had like 20 <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Because in addition tiny. to the calculator, it had the stopwatch feature. Yep. Oh my oh, God. Digital, digital yes. people. We love digital stuff. Yes. It had a calendar functionality. Okay. Yep, yep, if you did, were yep. cool and you were like military or a military wannabe, you could uh-huh. rock your Casio hour time, in, sure. in the military time. Yep. You could be like, military oh, time. it's uh, 1942 it's right now. It's almost, yeah. it's 1430, everyone. Uh-huh. You obviously <laughs> don't know anything about military time. That was so awkward. I know. I don't know anything about military <laughs> okay. time, people. Ah. Oh. Wow. I would still rock a Casio Was calculator watch, maybe. Was it just the baby. nerds, mm-hmm. Aaron, your people? Oh, yeah. No, no oh, okay. nobody cool great, had great. one. Okay. That's for sure. Okay, great, no, great, yeah. great. Okay. And it was That's totally impractical because, you know, you couldn't... <laughs> I remember have to press the little buttons if you wanted to actually use the damn thing. You needed to get a pencil and use ah. the eraser as like <laughs> yeah, a stylus. Yeah, to totally. push the buttons because your fingers were too yeah, big. You, it you was, touch seven it buttons was with one fingertip. Yeah, totally. It's not very, oh not very practical. Oh. Dr. Amy, do you yeah. remember the heyday of oh. the Polaroid camera? Oh, my God. The Polaroid 660 is the model that we Loved. all... When you picture a Polaroid in your mind, yep, that's what you're picking up. That's the one you're yep. picturing. It's black. It has the little the little pole it'll thing flip, on It all the flips side. up. The, the flash flips, flips up. up the and flash, then it, and you off press you the go button, to the and races. magic comes out. Yeah. It came wow. out in the 1980s. Uh, it's uh, still is highly regarded. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the built-in flash, the 660 did, 
and it also like it had some features that would later be popular in digital cameras. You could adjust mm. the lighting in mm-hmm. low lighted areas, for instance. It was portable. You didn't need to go develop film, unlike every single other cam- cam- camera in the day. It would produce a little Polaroid. And Dr. Amy, these are making a comeback. When I was oh, visiting they you totally recently, are. yes. Your granddaughter, Sophia, who is the greatest grandchild mm. who ever lived, mm. she has her own little Polaroid camera, yes, right? Yes, she does. Yep. Yeah, and she loves it. She takes it around she everywhere. She loves it. And mm-hmm. my son, who's in his 20s, has a Polaroid. They definitely are cool again. Yeah. Um, it's well, pricey. The little the little films are expensive. Are I they? mean, wow, mm. wow, wow. Uh, hmm. But I mean, how much did you love shaking that? Th- shake it like yeah, a Polaroid. It's a picture. song. They made it's a whole a song, song out of it. Because that's yes. how much we loved shaking that thing. Yeah. And you would wait and wait and for it to develop. Oh, whew. Polaroid. Now, this, this, this didn't make our list of gadgets, but quickly I wanted to mm. mention, do you remember the Sony Discman camera? Mm. I had one of these. I got it for Christmas. It was like a flat square it was like a little square it was very thin and the film was in the form of a disc like one of those discs that you put in like the viewfinder it looked like one of those kind of and you would put it in there and it would operate like a normal camera pretty much and the gimmick was the film was this disc which i don't know why that's important now that i think about (laughs) it like what what kind of advantage does that provide i remember the photo the photos it took being you know, and mediocre so-so. at best. Okay, okay. And I think the film was kind of expensive, so yeah, it was a gimmicky, was, gimmicky. Kind. But the Polaroid la- is still capturing imaginations oh, to this day. You could work for the for the Polaroid people, Aaron, with something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of tagline. Now, something yeah. that absolutely is still going strong, and this is very near and dear to your heart. Oh my goodness, sure. people! Oh, yeah. In mm-hmm. 1984. We got the Apple Macintosh 128K, which was the, the first original personal computer. computer. Yeah. Uh, the first really like functional, modern, that yes. had a mouse. It was, I think it was uh, the first computer with a mouse, maybe. Oh, my God. I mean, it was the first like practical computer that you could actually like do stuff with. Yeah, you know, before a, that, they were just ginormous were monstrosities were, of yeah. clunky, big, clunky, ugly machines. Yeah. And so, and then you got into something that was like, ooh. It was kind of cute. Oh, it was kind of right? cute. It had a little apple on it. I love apples, yeah. you know. You could play games. <laughs> it had a word processor. So you could print stuff uh-huh. off of it. I think that was new. Um, we didn't we, have, we, so I remember our step. Our step family had yes. an Apple computer, if I recall they correctly. They didn't have the 128K. Right, 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 right. It was right. a few later years on. later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in 1986, the Macintosh Plus came out, which looked very similar to the 128K, but it was better in uh-huh. like every way. And we had one of those. And Dr. Amy, I had no idea at the time, like, holy cow. That thing, and this is in 1986 dollars. That okay. a Macintosh Plus cost twenty six hundred dollars. Can you imagine? Whoa. I mean, that has to be like five grand. How did That's our step family dollars, afford such a thing? We were not that rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Nope. No. But it was amazing, though. I loved yes, it. I spent it a totally lot of time on that thing. Revolutionized, yeah. as we know. We all know. We all know what the Apple 
friends did for us. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's a... Have you seen the documentary series, the CNN series, the 80s? As a, a No, I've, I've heard of it. We probably... Yeah, that should be mandatory viewing yeah, for us. Yeah, it should be. Yes. <laughs> really, really should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they feature this uh, this wonderful um, gadget. I don't know. Is it a gadget? A computer? I guess so. It's sure. more than a gadget. It's, a, it's, a, well, it's quite the gadget. Yes. It is quite the gadget, mm-hmm. people. Wow. Yeah. Well, Ooh. it was considered a gadget at the time. Now sure. it's like a necessary it's part a tool, of everyday life. It's a necessary tool. Yes, But it course. wasn't. And Amy, uh, one thing I forgot to mention, I don't know if you remember, but we had a, a computer room at Kino Junior High that had a whole room full of Apple Macintosh 128K. Do you remember is that? Wild, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I mean, we. Whew, I mean, it sounds like we, we grew up rich, to... but we it really were like pretty it, but... solidly middle class, <laughs> and like. But we just our school district really loved computers. We had computers in elementary school. Yeah. In like 1984. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, Doctor Amy, yes. I know that you loved as much as I did. The good old-fashioned boombox. Oh, my God, people. I went through three or four boomboxes. Oh. So I fun. Mean, Putting it car- up on your shoulder. It on your shoulder, you know? which is very uncomfortable. I mean, you they can't were big do that and for heavy. Long. <laughs> they were heavy plastic things. <laughs> I had a dual cassette boombox for a oh, while where yes. you could record a tape onto another cassette tape. Oh, oh my the god! Best. Oh, the best time oh ever! You make mixtapes for your friends. I spent and virtually <laughs> all of my free time. The boombox came out in the 1980s. It was really linked with hip hop culture, which was also mm-hmm. kind of burgeoning at that time. Yep. Um, I mean, they really were. They for a few years they were everywhere, especially in the hip hop community, but also music lovers everywhere. You could take it to the park. You could take it to wherever you were going. Uh, you could take your boombox with you. They had battery power, although the bat it yeah. took like oh, the like one I had. The first one I had took like, took like twelve eight like D yeah. batteries, yes, and it would totally. not last very long. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that that contributed to the weight. Uh, but then it kind of lost favor a few years later when another one of the gadgets that we're going to talk about yeah. a little bit later came out. Huh. And I'll just leave that. It's less hard exactly. on the, the yeah. shoulder, the neck and shoulder. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the boombox was cool. And it was. It was more of like a, you know, oh, an man. urban I wish thing. I still you had, had one. You know, your break dancing kind yeah. of went along with that as well. Now it's like Bluetooth. Bluetooth speakers have kind of uh, yeah, filled yeah, yeah. that space, I yeah. guess, that boomboxes yeah. used to. I don't know. Something I about mean, an old, good old fashioned holding box, a though. Bluetooth speaker above your head outside yeah. the bedroom window yeah. of your love is not right. the same. It's not, <laughs> not as same thing. not as stalkery. It's not it's as not. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not as weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, Aaron! This next one we have talked about also at length. We had a whole episode about blockbuster video yes. and how, of course, the very important invention of our time, the VCR people. VCRs, oh! baby. Oh, uh, my we God. were early adopters. I mean, this is like this makes it sound like I feel like we were ri- ri- people are going to think we were rich kids. I we know, really weren't. But, but our really, parents loved really gadgets. Weren't. Apparently, our parents like were gadgets. into gadgets. <laughs> and we had like one. I swear we had one of the first VCRs. It weighed 50 pounds. 
It was hey. made out of titanium. Yeah. And <laughs> it was gigantic. Yeah, they were giant, clunky, mm-hmm. boxy things. And it was, as we've discussed, the only way that you could watch something that you weren't there, you know, in, in the moment that it was aired to watch. And so, and so, you know, mom needed it for her yeah. Young and How the Restless. How else was she going to tape <laughs> The Young and the Restless, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! And I think you discovered when we did our blockbuster and, and video rental episode that uh, they're really expensive. Like if you wanted to buy one, oh yeah, now, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, you can't. Re- <laughs> you can't. They don't exist. Nobody uh, makes. It's nobody impossible makes to buy a new VCR. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh man. The VCRs. That was a game yep. changer. Yep. So, Doctor Amy, the thing that replaced boomboxes, of course, mm. was the invention. Of the Sony Walkman. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my Life God. changing. Oh, my God. I, I, well, let's back up. The Sony Walkman, if you've never heard of such a thing, and if you are listening to this podcast, <laughs> you definitely you have. don't need to hear this part. It was a portable cassette player with headphones. Uh-huh. You could listen to your cassette tapes. And if you don't know what cassette tapes are, you're probably are you, you should go listen to, to a podcast? different podcast. <laughs> it was the only way to listen to cassette tapes. Although the, some of them you could listen to the radio too. The one uh-huh. that I had, it also had a radio tuner, which was fun. So it was a mobile way to listen to music. And unlike the boombox, it actually could. The batteries lasted a lot longer, yes. and it only took like. I think maybe it took double four A's double A's. Right? Uh-huh. So it was a lot easier on the batteries. It was handheld. It wasn't very uh. heavy. You could put uh. it in your pocket, you know, people. people. Or some of them had a clip. You could clip it onto your belt. Remember we would do that? Oh, yeah. Clip it onto your belt, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was cool. So cool, so cool. The headphones were the cheapest, flimsiest, terrible, shittiest terrible. headphones. Yeah, terrible sound If anybody quality. tried to sell terrible headphones headphone. like this today, they would be run out of town. Mm. They were. Remember they had the little cheap orange felt crappy little yeah. coverings <laughs> on them? I mean, they, they were, were really so bad. bad. They were tiny. Yeah. So I loved oh. this. I wanted one of these. This was the thing that I wanted. Coveted, sure. More than any other gadget, anything in the 1980s. And mom and dad used it as a educational tool. So it was one of those deals, you know, parents do like, oh, you want this thing? Well, we'll help you buy it, but you have to save up your allowance money uh-huh. to such and such. I think I had to pay for like half of it or something and they okay. would agree to pay like the other that. half. I like that. And it worked and I did and I saved my, it was taught me to save some money mm. and I saved my money and I finally got it. And then of course you had to buy tapes. So as we talked about in a previous episode, I had oh. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was my first yes. tape that I got. And then I also was very into 1980s heavy metal. So I had Quiet Riot. I had Judas Priest. I had your Motley Crue. I had all mm. of those great ones. Mm. Um, do you remember, Dr. Amy, the sport version of the Sony Walkman? Um, it was like, it was different colors or something, It was yellow. Right? Yellow. It was yellow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was larger. It was like plastic. <laughs> Yes, and it was plastic, yellow. Other than that, I think it was pretty oh, much exactly the same thing. I know. Thing. It, didn't, it wasn't like you were going to take it in the no. pool. Like, what, no, no, no. It just cost it just more. Looked, that's all. It yeah. cost more, and it was cost yellow, more. everyone. That it makes it yellow. sporty. Make something you yellow. You were paying a premium yep. for the color. Oh, my God. Dr. Well, and Amy. Then, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Well, I was just going to say... You know, after the cassette version, you got, remember the Discman? Like yeah, Discman, oh. yeah, yeah. 
I had one of the problem with those. Discman. Discman is like if his last name is Discman. 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 Herbert Discman invented it. Yeah, the Discman. I always said Discman. Discman. I don't. I don't know. Anyway. The and problem with those is the CD exactly would skip all the time. Flat. You'd, yeah. have to, you'd have to hold it like it was yeah. on a platter. It right. had to be exactly, exactly flat. <laughs> like you're a waiter <laughs> serving a pizza. You had to yeah. be very careful. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I remember I had a disc man that had like a shoulder strap on it. And I was like, oh, cool. You can put it around your shoulder. That's no. no that's not. No, that don't work. That, <laughs> that worked with a Walkman. Yep, sure But with did. a disc man, you can yep. forget about it. <laughs> Dr. Amy, you will never guess where mm. I first encountered a Sony Walkman. You'll never guess in a million years. First the first time I ever Sony saw one. Walkman? Yeah. I, the I, first person in our hmm. family who owned family? a Sony Walkman was huh. not me. It well, was Grandpa Dale. What? Grandpa Dale oh was like a... God. He bought a Sony Walkman like Why? long before anybody... Well, I think it was when he had that job as a security guard oh. and he would listen to like the radio, he would listen to KTAR <laughs> while yeah. he was, while he was like doing his oh. rounds as a security guard. I don't know. Hmm. Shouldn't but you be he, a little more alert as a security I know, guard I know. to your he, surroundings? Yeah. Hmm, maybe he wasn't great, great at maybe. his job. We don't know. But Well, he didn't right. have that job very long, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't even know he liked music. Like, I, not he music didn't, people. really. No. I, he would listen to the radio. That's I don't think how, he listened yeah. to tapes. He didn't have any tapes. No. He liked. He did like listening to the radio, though. He listened. To, he did. He listened to KTAR. Music, though, on the radio. No, no, no. Like no, KTAR no, no. was like. Yeah, they would talk radio. about the suns and oh, it yeah. was news. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that, news, that and they would talk out. about. Yeah, he would listen to that sort of stuff. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. But Aaron? I will never forget. Oh, yeah. I was over at their house. Okay. And he let me try it out, mm. and I had never put on headphones before. And I will never, I'm an audio person. I'm an audiophile. And I can trace back to this moment. I'll never forget the, just the experience of having sound like in the middle of your head. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like it's inside your brain. I remember feeling that way. It absolutely completely blew my mind. Life changing people. It was life changing. It was. Wow. Sony Walkman, I mean, another thing that was life changing for everyone. Do you mm. all remember Simon? Ugh. I hate oh, Simon. Simon. People. <laughs> Simon. Now, it's a game, Beep. but it's a gadgety. It's a gadgety Beep game. Bop. Okay. So I'm going to call Beep it a gadget bop. still. It's a memory game, right? You have the four yeah, colors memory. and they light up and I'm you'd have to, it. and yeah. I, this, I think I'm pretty good at Simon. Now, maybe not yeah. anymore, but we'd have no, to. I remember you were good at Simon. I was good at you Simon. You know what? Now that I think that's about it, that's I why I hate Simon. Because you were good at it and I was terrible. And so that's not any fun, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to remember the sequence, and then you'd have to repeat it, and it get harder and faster. And oh, oh my gosh, people, Simon! I think that you can still purchase the Simon. I, oh you yeah, know, oh no, they, I saw, I see him at Walgreens. <laughs> Doctor yeah, totally. Amy, if it's the 1980s, mm. what gadget do you need if you want to telephone your home planet in another <laughs> galaxy? What's the gadget that you need? 
Oh my God! A little sweet little ET. He used the yes. uh, the the what's it called? Uh, it was made by Texas uh, Instruments. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like a computer for children. The speak and spell, ladies and oh gentlemen. God, speak and spell. Speak and spell. Speak and spell. I love speak the spell speak and spell. Was unveiled. Love spelling, first of yeah, all. He loved and speaking. You're good at speaking I, I and do spelling. Like speaking yeah. and spelling. Maybe this is. Why. You actually probably didn't even really need a speak and spell. No. <laughs> nope. Uh, it was un- unveiled in 1978 by Texas Instruments. It had a digital visual display that was kind of interesting and new at the time. And the goal was to help children with spelling and vocabulary. Mm. Uh, and it was it was a thing all through the 80s until the last speak and spell model, Dr. Amy, was released in 1992. How oh, about that? And they were, weren't they like red and red yeah. and yellow? And it had a handle on the top of it. It had a handle and, on the top. It was plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really. Texas Instruments, the company, kind of raised us, if you think about it. For sure. The calculators. Nobody else was even talking to us. Nobody cared about children. No one cared about children. And so. (laughs) Except for (laughs) Hanna Barbera, Texas Instruments. And Kellogg's. Those are the only people Uh, that cared about us. Oh, my God. Speak and spell. Speak and spell. Lots of fun. uh, Whew. Now, if you were a, a, a yuppie, if you were a young urban professional, you know, in the time, you this this next thing would be a thing that you'd really want to well, be able to show. This is major. You've got to show it off. It's not very status. useful. No, gotta, not you, useful, but very, very much a status. Cool. That's yeah. right, people. Uh-huh. We're talking about the Motorola MicroTAC, which you may not recognize that name. I don't remember the MicroTAC, but, but I know I looked it up and... I do remember the micro. Oh yeah, you actually. do. Wait, do you see it, people? Mm-hmm. You remember, and yeah. this. So you had the big brick like car phones that before yes. this. Yes. The, it was like came in a giant suitcase. I remember our our stepfather yeah. had one yeah. back in the eighties. Yeah, he, he was, was an early adopter. Guys. Yeah, he was one of those mm-hmm. guys. Um, yeah. And so this was the first compact, like it was a flip, essentially phone. a flip phone. Yeah, people. it was the first flip phone, but it was gigantic. It was still, it was still, way bigger. It was yeah. still, it was way still like a brick. Yeah, but it had it, a flippy part. It had a yeah. flippy part. It had an antenna, antenna that you would pull on the top. Out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was released mm-hmm. in 1989. Aaron, the retail oh price in 1989 dollars three thousand nineteen eighty nine dollars <laughs> everyone Are you serious <laughs> how did oh my god that is crazy and they, as i recall they didn't even really work that well because like no. cell towers weren't a thing there at were the time. three cell towers in yeah. the whole country the yes. tac aaron i don't know if you realize this is an acronym it stood for total area coverage which yeah, is a which bullshit lie <laughs> the total area coverage was like your living room and that was it Oh, man. And and so it began. People imagine, imagine a time when you did not have such a device. (laughs) It seems like a lot of these gadgets are related to the telephone, Dr. Mm -hmm. Amy, including this next one. Yep. The invention of the answering machine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, the answering the machines. Answering machine. I miss I miss the good old fashioned answering <laughs> oh, machine. We had a lot was, of fun. Yes, Remember they of had the course. little tapes? 
the little micro uh, the cassette little tiny tapes. cassette yeah. tapes well they yeah. started they had big regular cassette tapes and then they oh, got yeah, into that's the right. little micro yeah, the ones. Micro, and then they went digital at mm, some point they went digital you know? and then yeah. they went away and then they stopped existing because yep. we all got cell phones that's right or we that's got right. even even before cell phones they had Your voicemail the phone real... company would have a, its own voicemail yes. feature that's right so, that's right you'd have yeah, to call so that into it killed, and yeah kill, but you know me and my friend neil a wiki who keeps popping up today mm. uh we would have a lot of fun with the answering machine like we would purposefully call each other and not answer so that we could leave, leave sometimes we message? would play a song sometimes we would do a whole skit we would yeah. just do the most ridiculous stuff on each other's answering machines back and forth just being stupid and it was a lot of fun mm. uh it was the the answering machine came about in 1984 when Ma Bell broke up, broke up and everybody finally had freedom to buy their own telephones because before that you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it became a huge thing. They were selling a million answering machines a year for a while. And mm. then like pretty much as soon as it became popular, it started to become <laughs> obsolete. <laughs> yeah. But for a yeah. while in the 1980s, there was a golden age of answering it machines. It was a thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of references to that in, you know, pop culture movies and TV. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. leave a message that you then regret. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I yeah. go and break into and the person's house? And then you break in to, like, erase it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's been the plot of that many. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of something that could be recorded that you maybe might regret. You might regret might later. <laughs> need to go back and erase. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, people! Do you remember the early camcorders? Cam I mean, quarters. we're sounding like elderly people. Like we had one of these too. When... God, our step family had everything. Oh yeah, they had all of these things. They had all of these things. How did we, we did, have any I, money? How did we well, eat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, people, 1983, Sony released the first consumer camcorder. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they had sort of handheld shoulder top boombox yeah. looking ones this for like, like making movies one. and stuff. These are ones yeah. and they still were kind of big and heavy. And if you were using it, it was still yeah. like a whole thing. So yeah. the beta movie BMC 100 Pete, catchy, okay. catchy name. I That's mean, what a name. Memorable. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it used a Betamax cassette. Okay. okay. And mm-hmm. you'd rest it on your shoulder. Like you were, you know, the, the, um, uh, cameraman for the evening news yeah. or something. It was the whole thing. That's <laughs> basically what it was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the, I remember the, VA... the JVC one. Yeah, the that JVC was the one. one. JVC released the mm-hmm. that same year the the VHS C. Yeah, and, yeah. and that had know, a full sized VHS tape. When it those. did, you pop. I think the tape that's the one in. our family had. I believe was yeah. the JVC one. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. And the Super, the full-size Super VHS was released in 87. And then that okay. became a little more accessible, you know, in terms of the cost for the, the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, wow. Lord knows what people did with them. But, wow, we can imagine. And, wow, 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 wow. wow. <laughs> this next one, Dr. Amy, we've already talked about on the show mm-hmm. in our episode about video games. Mm. The original NES the Nintendo Entertainment System. You yep. know it. You love it. Yep. It's a gray little box with a front-loading uh, console that you would put games in. It came with Super Mario Brothers, which is still possibly the greatest video game ever made. Uh, it was amazing. It was a game changer 
It, mm. it actually first came out in 1983, and mm. it just completely dominated the video game market. It, it created uh, the home video game market. Sure. It was... It was it was revolutionary is what it was. Uh, and one of my proudest moments, Dr. Amy, we actually this is one gadget our step family didn't have. Didn't have. Uh, we always wanted one. I yeah. wanted one. Stepsister Stacy wanted one. Yeah. And so when I, I joined the army right after high school and when I got done with my basic training, it was Christmas time. And so I got to come home for Christmas and I had a little money that I'd earned in the army and I bought an NES for the family for Christmas, and I felt very proud of myself. Oh my! And gosh, we all had lots of fun grown-up thing playing, to do. playing oh. duck hunt at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. wow! Fun, right? So yeah. fun. And now I have one of those. You've probably seen like at the mall or at Walgreens. They make these little knockoff versions that are like little digital. They look like an NES, but they're real small. They're like. I don't know. They're they're small. They're the size of like two cell phones, I guess. Okay. Anyway, I have one of those. They're cheap. They're like thirty bucks, Fun. and they have hundreds of games, including Super Mario Brothers. Ooh. And so I still play those original For NES old games time's all sake? the time. Oh. So fun. you just hook it up to your TV. It has a little controller, just like the old controller, a little simple little thing. Those simple games are so so fun. I mm. love them. Love them. Well, and here this next thing, Aaron. Let's get back to telephone. Tell me if you're still using this. (laughs) Nobody, (laughs) nobody is using this. Speaking of something that came was super hot and then totally disappeared, and we have to be talking about the pager. Oh, or beepers? Did you call it a pager or a beeper? You call it a beeper, people. Yeah, chime in at home. Tell us, write in, and let us know. Um, and you, you know, that you put it on your belt, you know, yep. you put it on, you strap it onto your purse strap sure. you, you know, and you could only, you could only send like little simple messages. And then as kids, well, the, we would yeah, try to write one, a code, yeah. you know, yes, like boob, they, boob or, you know, right. 911 <laughs> meant emergency. Right. You know. Right. You'd have these codes the, and you the could first figure. ones that came out with the little ones. And I've had a few of these. I never bought one, but I had them for work. Like I yes. always yes. in the early 90s, like I actually worked for dad for a while and he gave me a pager. And then later I was a delivery driver and I had one of these fancy ones. They they got a little fancier right. as they went along. Right. And you could actually could type out type messages something. on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Initially but you it was couldn't, just the phone number. You couldn't make you calls to... or anything. What you yeah. had to do was you to... you'd have to find a payphone. Payphone, people. Right? Oh, my God. Now, obviously, as you said, this started for use of you know, the professional people, right? And yeah, so yeah. it actually was first commercially developed in the 1950s for use in the medical field. You think about that being okay. like Makes doctors sense. like, oh, I, right. I'm, on, I'm on call. I got paged. Right. I got to go into the hospital. That kind of stuff. And then in the 1980s, oh, my God. Yeah, they blew up. Status. But they became like uh, a status thing. And it was they kind were, of a I mean, drug, a lot of people, yeah, people thought they were used to drug dealers. Like, if you had a pager, you must be a drug dealer. I felt I that way that because Nan- yeah. Nancy Reagan made me scared of pagers as well really? as everything else. No. Well, I had a pager <laughs> for work, and I was kind of a scruffy-looking dude. Yep. And so people probably thought I was a drug dealer yep. in 1991. But, sure, you know. of course. And yeah. I mean, those things went away as soon as there yeah, was any no, type it was of, one of those things cell phone that, you could text on or right. anything. As soon Not as cell phones became just a cell phone. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pager was gone. Right ah. 
Speaking of outdated technologies. Yes. This is like one of the most iconic of the 80s of Mm. kind of technologies. Although, I mean, we'll get into it, but this might, this kind of still exists a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, the fax machine, facsimile machine. Oh, my. It was an office staple all through the 1980s and beyond. It was as common as typewriters. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. It was, of course, the fax machine. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know what it is, but you could scan a document into the device and then it would call Cleveland and it would spit out the same document miraculously on their fax machine I, through the telephone lines. I how is that even possible? I understand how, how it was possible. possible. In Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, when Mike TV <laughs> gets, you know, yeah. transported to the yeah. other place and he it's gets like the and same it kind of technology. Small, and it's like little, little dot, you know, <laughs> across the particles the, or whatever. In the room. Yeah. I, I, how does it get from here it's, to it's there? Amazing. How? Yeah. Where and did the it go? The paper is like this special paper. It's really weird feeling, like kind yeah. of. Yeah, greasy. kind of so slick <laughs> and <laughs> shiny. Yeah, that's Curly. not really. Yeah, it's bad, but uh, I mean, useful though. Useful stuff before there was, before pre-internet. Obviously, yeah, this was a very useful business tool that you sure. could send important of course, documents and. Of course. People really relied on it. Aaron, I'm disturbed, though, because, you know, having worked in many offices and even very recently, this Mm -hmm. is still a thing that people do. It's still a thing. People still fax. And I try to say. Can you fax it to me? I'm like, like, why don't I just send it via Pony Express? What are we in that we're faxing? (laughs) I don't understand the faxing. Well, yeah. oh, Lord. So do you still get requests to fax things sometimes? Yes. So it's do I. Utter insanity. I always I say cannot. no. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're gonna do this. We're I'm gonna, gonna email it to you. And is what I'm gonna it do. To you, yeah. Like normal people. Oh my <laughs> right. God, the fax machine. But fax I mean, machine. wow, what technology? Wow, wow, wow. wow. I yeah. was mesmerized by it. Sure. Um, Aaron, because I did the lion's share of the research for this episode, we are going to conclude with uh, Dr. Amy's favorite topic. And listen, you may say, what does this have to do with gadgets? And listen, it doesn't matter what you say, because this is my (laughs) time. This is my time to shine. Okay. Okay. Everyone, you know that my favorite snack of all time is popcorn. This is of well course. documented on the yeah. Latchkey Kids podcast. You even eat it when you go to the roller rink. I eat it. Oh, I so I go to the movie yeah, theater. The I just get popcorn yeah. and then the I mall. leave. We go to the mall yes. and you immediately get popcorn at the movie theater. And don't go to a movie. You don't yeah. need to go to a movie, people. Try it. Right. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so there, there have been some inventions that I think are pertinent, okay, to this conversation that relate to popcorn. So, of course... In 1946, Percy Spencer helped develop the microwave oven. This was for use in World oh, War wow. II. Okay, Jesus, and what were they? And they were they were making what were they, uh, they were going to kill people with a microwave. Well, they were was trying to figure out the magnetron melting such military oh. great. Well, anyway, okay, so he puts right. a chocolate okay. bar in it, and it's a whole thing. Anyway, okay, it, all right, that it led to microwave technology, and that which led to, of course, of our time. 
microwavable popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, this came out in the 1970s. Isn't that the whole reason to have a microwave? Have a microwave, everyone. Now, what's ironic about that is we make ours on the stove now. So did Dad. Dad made his the old-fashioned way, and it (laughs) actually it is better that way. It is definitely better. But (laughs) in a pinch, people. Now, speaking of the office, the workplace. This is probably office protocol number one. Do yeah. not make microwave popcorn. Well, you probably shouldn't anyway because it's like there's so much smell. Yeah. I love the smell, but if I don't get to I have know. any, I'm going to be pissed. But yeah. if you burn it even just a tiny yeah. the bit, the burnt smell is never going to, you're going to have to burn the building down, start over. Yep. It's yep. just so burning it is it's really a problem. Per- so. Permeating is what it is. <laughs> the yes, other it thing is. that was really popular, it hit the scene in the 70s, was the air popper. Remember the air popper? Oh, that's making a comeback. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, oh, no, I'm thinking of air fryers. Be, everybody wants an air fryer these yeah. days. Yeah. Well, this will yeah, be the next. Yeah, the air popper. The air popper. And you, yeah. so it would just heat it up with this really hot air. And uh-huh. then it had the yellow plastic yeah, thing, would, hood the over the top. Yeah, flying it out would of there. flying yeah. out. You'd have to try uh-huh. to run around catch with your it. bowl to yeah. try to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could set a ball in front of the oh thing. No oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We loved our popcorn in the 1980s. Uh-huh. Orville Redenbacher, the bat. Yes. Oh, oh, oof. Thank uh, you. Thank you, wow. Orville Redenbacher. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All of these wonderful popcorn gadgets. Yep. Gadgets, I mean, everybody. Gadgets, gizmos, um, whatever Doodads, you like to call, call them. them. Yep. There were so many. Such a time oh, yeah. for gadgets. We loved them, even if we didn't have the money for them. I still, we, I still love a good gadget. I still do. Kind of, yeah, you're a bit of a I've gadget I've got all the person. Apple things, I will yeah, admit. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you I've do. I've got my Apple Watch and my phone mm. and my AirPods and mm-hmm. my MacBook and... It's true. I am an yep. Apple fanboy. Mm-hmm. So now I people, still love a good gadget. We must thank the sources for this episode, and there are many. Okay, this was a real deep dive. Yeah, we had screen rant. It together, we huh? had pocketlint.com. Pocket oh, that's a fun sounding <laughs> website. We I gotta have check that out. Recordinghistory.org, Wikipedia, Ranker, Time Magazine, History.com, and your favorite, the United States Patent and Trademark Office. And then, last but <laughs> really? never least, America's Favorite Popcorn.com, everybody. That's not real. Is that a website that you just? <laughs> started this week i started it it's my new website okay. everyone <laughs> wow okay oh, well that is great yeah, gadgets Whew. that is what if we killed orville redenbacher i know i was just one. gonna say who's gonna die as a result of this <laughs> the inventor I'm pretty sure of the dust orville redenbacher, he's gotta be he's dead, gotta right? be dead right uh, well I'm now that we've Google said it red right now <laughs> orville redenbacher well his photo is in black and white so i'm well, gonna assume Oh yeah, he died in 1995. Okay, so okay. we're we're fine. We're he good. Died in 1995. <laughs> oh, such Whew. a nice, nice looking man. He looks mm. like Barney Fife, kind of. Oh. Anyway, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm gonna go get out my flip phone, and I'm gonna fax something later on. Um, I would feel nostalgic for a Sony Walkman, but I remember how actually kind of crappy. Crappy the sound was. Yeah. <laughs> the sound yeah. was not good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe some things are better left in the, mm. left in the past, I suppose. Right, Dr. Amy? Certainly. Um, 
I would give you a little preview of what's coming up on the Latchkey mm. Kids next week, but we have, we no, have idea. no idea. No idea. Well, there's a lot of goodies on the list. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff what on will there. It be? So we'll have something fun for you next week. Until then, we're the Latchkey Kids. We'll be back next week with more. Bye-bye, bye bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.